Good morning, Northlanders, and welcome to Sound Off. The Sound Off host is Brad Bennett, who has served this country as a Marine Corps sergeant during the Vietnam War and has served this community as a three-term member of the Duluth School Board. Now, Sound Off, and let your voice be heard. Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. Well, good Friday morning. Good Friday morning, Northlanders. I'm sitting here watching a uh, a press briefing from the Pentagon. They have a one-star general, Brigadier General Pat Ryder, who is trying to explain uh, to the press why we haven't shot that damn balloon down yet. Exactly, Brad. It's violated our sacred airspace. So It's not supposed to be here. Everyone's asking questions. Nobody knows nothing. We have every right to take that thing out of the sky and find out what's Absolutely. going on. Absolutely. The Chinese have admitted, and, and it was like one of these, according to what I watched this morning, uh, somebody said, well, the Chinese have admitted, oh, gee, uh, our mistake. Uh, we must have taken a right turn when we thought we were going to take a left turn. Yeah, crap. You're over our sacred airspace. We have every right to take you out of there. Brad, and, do, you, and, do, do you believe this is an intentional intimidation uh, maneuver? Well, Cause I know it's it, it's hard it's hard to say, Kenny. It's it certainly appears like it, doesn't it? Well, I think the Chinese are doing this to say, let's see what they do. Well, I think if you if you follow some of the things we've talked about over the last couple of weeks, remember there's this whole situation going on out in uh, out North Dakota, where the Chinese wanted to build build a milling process, a corn milling process center. They wanted to build it, not our government, not us, but the Chinese wanted to build it, oh, maybe 10, 12 miles away from one of our biggest and uh, air bases, you know, the air base at Grand Forks, which is huge, which is a uh, a very strict, uh, you know, strict air base. And the Chinese wanted to do that. Well, now the mayor, I, I watched him last night, the mayor of Grand Forks, and they've said, we're not going to do it. We're not going to allow them to build on that site. You know, we'll keep that site and we'll uh, allow them to sell it to somebody else. If uh, maybe our government wants to come in and build a, a corn processing facility there. But this is just too much of a coincidence. You know what I'm saying? That they might want to build this where they could, oh, I don't know, maybe keep some electronic devices that might monitor the comings and goings and uh, everything else that's happening at the Grand Forks Air Base in our own country, it's it's just not right. Well, I've got two questions for you. If this was our balloon over China airspace, what what would China do? Down already. Okay. (laughs) They'd they'd have shot us down already. All right. If this flies over, if this occurs as President Trump is president, what happens? It's down on the ground. It is down on the ground, Brad, and it should be on the ground. Yep. We should be looking at it and finding out what this thing is and telling them if exactly. it happens. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's no Cause, reason. Because they can say, because they can say, like they did this morning, Kenny, they can say, well, you know, it's it's really not a spy satellite. That, that's uh, that's not appropriate to call it that. It's it's just a, a commercial uh, a commercial balloon uh, that is uh, taking weather readings. And all. Oh, yeah? Well, let's let's find out for sure. 
what's happening. You exactly. Vi- you violated our airspace, so we're going to knock it out of the sky, and then we're going to we're going to take a look at it and find out exactly what's in it, and then maybe we'll return what's left of it to you. But don't do it again. This makes us look silly. Makes us look weak. It makes us look, quite frankly, I think, like idiots. Here you've got really the Brigadier does. General. You've got people of Congress saying, we don't know what it is. And we don't know what to do. It's changed course. We're monitoring it. China's laughing at us. <laughs> wow. It's 60,000 feet up in the air. It's a That's spy a long, balloon. long way up. Take it's it out of the sky. Come if on, can... Elon Musk. Go get it. If... There you go. Jeez. Get Elon up there with a rocket. He'll take that sucker down. No, but this is, uh, you know, why are they doing this? Uh, well, here, here's some information us, from this morning. They're provoking. They are. They, There's absolutely. No doubt. Here's some other information. Uh, the U.S. senior defense official said the U.S. has engaged Chinese officials through multiple channels and communicated the seriousness of this man- of this matter. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's here's how serious it is. We're going to shoot it down. That's why that's how serious it is. Pentagon officials said there was a there is high confidence that it was Chinese. Well, they know it is now because China has communicated back and forth and said, "Oh my God, do we turn the wrong way? How do you know that?" Anyway, it's uh, there's and and here's here's what they're saying about the reason that they don't shoot it down. And I just heard this general say the same thing. Well, you know, there's a, there's too much danger of debris harming people on the ground. You ever been to Montana? <laughs> it's like driving through North Dakota. You can go 100 miles without seeing a speck of human beings. It's a big sky so, country. Yes. A lot of room pick for G- area, Chinese pick, spy balloons. Pick an area where you know that you can shoot it down without uh, it uh, coming into contact with any kind of a... Uh, a large development of human beings on the ground and take it down. You know, you, you can, uh, uh, there, there are a number of things. Actually, I, I'm reading, and I don't know if this is true or not because I'm not an Air Force kind of guy, but, but I read something this morning that says we have some actual planes that can go that high, that can get up to that, that kind of an altitude. So, I mean, we could get up close to it, observe it, uh, shoot it down, and then watch and tell them exactly where it's gonna, where the debris is gonna land. I mean, if it's a balloon, it doesn't take much to pop a balloon and to make it kind of come down. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the balloon is currently traveling at an altitude well above commercial air traffic, and uh, and in this story it says and does not present military military or physical threat to people on the ground except for this Kenny then I'm reading later on in the same story and here's another paragraph of the same story military experts say that the use of high altitude balloons is likely to increase over the coming years they are much cheaper than spy satellites are hard to spot by radar and difficult to shoot down sometimes lingering for days after they have been punctured they can steer by changing altitudes using computers to calculate how to use winds going in different directions at different layers of the atmosphere. And then listen to this. As well as surveillance, they could also carry bombs in times of conflict. It's in violation it of our airspace. It down. Get it yes. out of the sky and examine it. Well, and especially create the um, 
create the, the, the feeling with China that there's no doubt that if you do this again, we're going to take this thing down. Don't, don't think you can just uh, randomly come across our airspace like that and say, oh my God, that was so sorry, we took a left. Tensions with China are particularly high right now because of things like Taiwan, the South China Sea, uh, violations there where Vietnam and, and a number of other countries are saying, hey, we own access to these certain areas. You can't come in here. And China says, oh, yes, we can. And in fact, we're going to come in and we're going to build man-made islands in some of the areas and we're going to claim they're ours and then we're going to force you out of those areas. I mean, this the tension right now with China is exceptionally high and uh, and we need to find out what's in this thing, what it's doing what its capabilities are, and uh, and just get it out of there so that China knows they shouldn't be doing this ever again. You know, maybe the scariest part of this thing, Brad, is who our commander-in-chief is. Oh, I, I mean, really. Did, did you happen to see him this morning on his little press briefing? About the women? No, no. about the about the jobs, about the... Uh, oh. Uh, oh, our economy is just rolling. He, he walks out. He looks like that... Uh, he looks like some cartoon character from one of the shows. He's got the kind of the, you know, just got the whole look going anyway. He comes out there, never looks up, reads right off his teleprompter, reads the whole thing. Uh, my administration has gained more jobs in the last two years than any administration in history. We've developed a, we got this, oh, our economy is roaring back. Uh, uh, gas prices right now are, have dropped uh, from the highs that they were. When we took over this administration, the uh, economy was, uh, uh, was starting to tank. Uh, uh, costs were going up, blah, blah, blah. Really? <laughs> you know, I kind of remember those times. I mean, I, that wasn't that long ago. And I remember when COVID yeah. hit, uh, Trump had this economy chugging like it's never been chugging before. Well, keep in mind, Biden also said this. God love you. What am I talking about? And then <laughs> the one that I thought, yeah. And the one that I thought you were going to mention, this was yesterday, actually. This was the 30th anniversary of the... Uh, Oh, what was it? The uh, the medical leave rate or whatever it's called. And uh, this is what Joe Biden said. Listen carefully. More than half okay. the women in my cabinet, more than more than half the people in my cabinet, more than half of the women in my administration are women. More than half of the women in my administration are, are women. women. <laughs> and then you got a couple of guys like that one guy that's the medical doctor or whatever. We're not sure what he is, but... Um, you know, Kenny, think about this, though. Here's another story that I pulled off the wire service this morning. We got this balloon going down there, going around there. This general is trying to explain to a myriad of uh, of press people why we're just not knocking it down and finding out exactly what it's all about. And yesterday, three Chinese nationals who had each paid smugglers $35,000 apiece were apprehended well, I'm sorry, it was Tuesday when they were apprehended after illegally crossing the southern border. Uh, Texas Department of Public Safety troopers rounded were, were witnessed these three people and a guide coming across the, the river, uh, Chinese nationals, and a woman from Colombia cross illegally into Mission, Texas. The town lies near the southern tip of Texas along the Rio Grande and is a hotbed for illegal smuggling activities. Texas Trooper Lieutenant Chris Olivares told Fox News the four individuals were brought across on a raft from Mexico. Video shot 
uh, shows the Border Patrol agents questioning the illegal immigrants, who, by the way, uh, at least two of the three uh, nationals from from China were women, dressed very nicely, by the way. (laughs) You know, I mean, they they weren't uh, looking like bums at all. Um, We're questioning them. Uh, they, those uh, who was visibly shivering, they were in cold, of course. The migrants were taken later into custody for processing. Chinese, The Chinese nationals told troopers through an interpreter that they had each paid the smuggler 35000 You know, that smuggling gay gain too bad a job, is it? I mean, you take three Chinese nationals, 35000 bucks apiece, in about an hour's worth of work, you've made a hundred grand almost. Across the, the U.S. smugglers typically charge Chinese nationals a little bit higher rate. So, so here we have a balloon coming across. We have Chinese nationals. Nobody bothered to ask the question in this story, how did they get to China, to, from China to our southern border? To be smuggled across. I mean, this was a whole lot more than just thirty-five thousand, uh, because you know you got to get you got to get all the way from China over to here first. This is this is amazing. And then, as we know, earlier this week, uh, the the uh, border patrol agents pulled over a car. Uh, the old asked the car to uh, pop the trunk di- trunk lid, and uh, in the trunk were four illegals tucked all together. And when they got him out, the one guy tried to cover his face. And, uh, and you know, before we know, the guy's an Iranian terrorist watch list. Listen, we got to go to our first break. We're running a little long here this morning. Um, shoot it down. We'll be right back. Let me tell you how it will be. There's one for you, 19 for me. KDAL time, 1126. He's not the tax man, but he'll save you and help you when the tax man come, comes calling. We do have TJ from Thorless. I was going to say, he might be the guy that could keep the tax man away from your door. TJ, good Friday there, morning. Yeah. You know, people actually do call me the tax man, but it's probably the only time they ever use that phrase and they're smiling about it. So <laughs> Nobody knows my last name. I'm always just TJ the tax guy. So I'll take that title. <laughs> Absolutely. I may have sent you a record today. I I know that there's some listeners listening to your show today from Duns, that's spelled D-U-N-N-S, Duns, Scotland. My friends, the Brights, are out there, and I said, tune in tomorrow and see what happens. So, you know, that's 4,700 okay. miles away. So that, is that a record? Why? Well, no, be. it's not a record, but it's but it's pretty doggone good, TJ. We actually, Kenny can verify this, we actually had a guy call us from Cambodia one day. God, God, and I always like to be the first. <laughs> Story of my life right there. I thought I had something, nothing. Well, you know, that's what people do in their taxes all the time. You know, they, they don't know what's deductible. They think it's something we talk about every week here. And it's like they get it done, and they don't realize what they've lost. Because, you know, the IRS, when you do your own taxes, it does, the software doesn't say, all right, here you go. And, by the way, you just screwed yourself for $2,000 because you didn't write anything off. But don't worry, we'll file what you turned in. And I wish it would do that, you know. So people are just like... Well, I got it done. Thank goodness I got it done. And so, you know, I was going to mention one thing today, especially, and that is that when when people get out of a business, they forget, and I'll use one example, like donations. You know, they changed that standard deduction years ago. Remember that? Oh, yes, yes. 
and it's so high now that people, they don't donate as much because they don't get the write-off for it. But people who are self-employed, your donations come right off the top. So if you still want to donate to things and get a donation for things and write it off, you have a business and you do that. People don't know you just move that donation to your business. And that's helpful. Wow. Again, more deductions, little things that all adds up, you know. So people miss that one. And the other thing, somebody called, actually more than one person called this week, and and something you and I don't talk about much, but, you know, I am specialized for small business people. That's what I like to work with. And I've been doing oh, it for okay. a long time. But we're also priced for small business, you know. I Something I don't even think about. People always say, well, you're really good and you're on the radio. You must be expensive. And I go, you know, I probably should be. <laughs> I'm famous now, but I'm not. You know, we're about 30% less than most tax places for small business. I mean, we've got a big business that's different. But if you're a small business person, I mean, we're priced for that because I was there. We're all there once, and that's why I want to help people out. So we're, we're focused and we're priced right, and we're trying to do our thing here to get people more money back because it just drives Watch me nuts, this. all the extra money. Watch this, TJ. I'm going to give you a tagline right now for your business. Uh-oh. Okay. We, we, do, we do your taxes like you're a giant corporation, but we only charge you as a small business. <laughs> <laughs> but they're going to want those big deductions, you know, and they're going to go, can I write off an airplane? Yeah, they're going to write okay. off an airplane. You just got to buy one. <laughs> okay. No, but that's that's good information uh, for people to know is that you're you're – you're not going to charge them like they're a large corporation. They're, you know, you're going to no. do. The, you know, I had a question to ask you. I've been watching, and you see these commercials all the time now. This one company says, uh, "Oh, just lay down with your dog and take a nap. We'll do your taxes for you." Is there? There's a happy medium here, isn't there? I mean, the person is still involved, even though you're doing the taxes. They're still involved to a degree, right? You bring up a very interesting point. And it's something that just irks me. And I hope irks is a word you can use on the radio without getting bleeped because it really annoys me. Yeah, no. Most tax places, they take your information, and then you just go back and sign your name. So you're really not involved. And that ad is proof of it. And it's kind of like, you know what? If you're doing that as a small business owner, you are doing yourself a humongous disservice. Because if you don't know what's going on, how do you know how to make decisions for the next year? How do you know how to prepare for the next year? If you just drop it off and pay what you pay, why isn't someone talking with you? I spend a half yeah. an hour pretty much with every client, and almost 99% of the time I talk about things and they'll say, oh, you know what, I did spend money doing that. You know what, I, I did go on a trip or I did do some donations. I didn't read See, you just take a few minutes to talk with someone. So if you're laying at home taking a nap with your dog and you're leaving someone to do your taxes – I, you know, somebody's got to knock on your door, and I don't know how to finish that analogy. But there's something yep. bad should happen. No. You've got to get up. You need to be a part of it and know enough. You know, I have surgeries done. I don't need to be a surgeon, but I'd kind of like to know what they're doing so that I kind of <laughs> have an idea, you know. Right. It drives me crazy because people are like, I never talk to my tax guy. How can you not? How do you know that well, they got everything? How do you know? I'll tell you what, Northlanders, we're going to give you an opportunity to talk to your tax guy. Uh, in this case, T.J. Thorlickson. I want to give you the number a couple of times because I'd like you to... I, I'll remember the first day we were on the air with T.J., and T.J. Was, made it very clear. Uh, you know, look, we'd, we'd love to do your taxes, um, but we're going to... You know, you're going to be involved with us, and uh, we're going to ask you the questions and help you out, find you uh, whatever deductions you legitimately can have, and then we want you to look at them and make sure everything is correct before we send them in. 
And even if you do your own taxes, they will still take your taxes, analyze them, and make sure you didn't miss something or blow something completely out of shape. And it might save you a great deal of money. So I'm going to give you the number here. Uh, Thorlickson Tax is at area code 218-279-1920. That's 218-279-1920. Feel free to give him a call, ask him questions about your taxes. He's a pretty straightforward guy, and I think he'll be very uh, straightforward on your taxes as well. And you'll probably feel a lot more comfortable. You may not want to take a nap with your dog, but, but at least you'll feel a little more comfortable. TJ, thank you once again. As always, uh, we look forward to these Friday Friday little respites and learn a lot. We got to go to CBS News, and uh, then we're going to come back. We got some callers on the line. KDAL time is eleven thirty-eight. Eight below at the National Weather Service in Duluth this morning. Duluth got down to a low of minus twenty-two. The coldest wind chill that was recorded here in Duluth is was forty-two below. That occurred uh, just after midnight, and it did stay cold throughout the uh, late or I'm sorry, early morning into the late morning now. But the coldest in the lower 48, Brad, 36 below at International Falls this morning. They've warmed up. Yeah, they've warmed up now from 36 below to minus 15 in I-Falls. Wow. Uh, my buddy Bob uh, from out in the far west side uh, sent me a note, said, uh, 17 below, wonderful day. And I said, wonderful for what, curing meat outside or what? <laughs> yeah. It's, Listen, it's, we've it's had... Yeah, it is bitter. We've had uh, callers, and uh, Connie, I want to apologize for having you hang on so long. We sometimes uh, lose ourselves here when we've got commercials and other things going on. But we have Connie from Willow River. Uh, Connie, good morning. Good morning. Not to worry about the delay. I just multitask. Put you on the speakerphone and multitask. Anyway, <laughs> there you I go. Wanted, I wanted to comment on that uh, Chinese balloon up there. I heard on the news last night that... Uh, According to the military, our military, that they had somehow disabled that thing from collecting any more data. Now, is it possible, do you think, that the military are, uh, are going to capture that thing and get apart and look at its innards and see just what they have in there? Well, I think anything is possible, Connie. Uh, I, the, the piece I was just watching just before we went on the air, uh, they were interviewing a uh, some sort of an aeronautical scientist from one of the Ivy League colleges. And uh, and I was surprised to hear that, that they say these kinds of balloons can be maneuvered. Uh, she said that the, uh, they can collect data. They collect data on the in the balloon and then they collect data of the air currents around it, and they can move it up and down, uh, and it will get into different air currents that will move it left and right, and they can kind of almost steer it and drive it, which is kind of weird for a balloon, but I, I guess they're much more maneuverable. So and, and like you say, most of the data that they're using inside to collect information is all computer data, and I suppose it is possible, Connie, that they could blast that thing with so much data that they could uh, knock out whatever computer system is functioning in it. They could uh, probably put a virus in it and then and then go about trying to capture it, which would be a smart move. They haven't said that yet, um, but that, that certainly would be a smart move, I would think. Well, there is such a thing as electromagnetic pulses that would just fry the electronics in it. And I'm yeah. thinking perhaps that, that might be something that they could do, and then they could capture it 
and uh, rather than shoot it out of the sky and destroy it. It's possible. And, and yes, I, I think that is probably a smarter move. I would much rather see them some way capture it and be able to open it up because you know what? That would be able to have us say to the Chinese, what, what are you doing? You know, if it's loaded with uh, with fact-gathering information, cameras that are taking pictures, remember, it's over Montana right now. Yeah, here's the and latest. Wanna, here's well, the latest. Here's what we... Well, wait a second, Getty. Here's what we got going in Montana. We have four nuclear facilities in Montana. Yeah. This is not good, Brad. Uh, The Pentagon just released a statement that said this Chinese spy balloon is violating U.S. airspace. Yep. Brigadier General Pat Ryder added the high-altitude balloon has the ability to maneuver. He said it's currently moving over the center of the continental United States and will likely be in the U.S. airspace for a few days. Officials officials said they decided against shooting the balloon down to avoid debris hurting anyone on the ground. Ryder, the Brigadier General, added the balloon currently doesn't pose a physical or military threat. China claimed the balloon is used for weather research and was blown off course. How do we know? It doesn't pose a physical or military threat. And if they we don't, and if they don't know that it poses a physical threat, why are they concerned that shooting it down would hurt somebody on the ground? So it does pose exactly. a physical threat if it comes to the ground. This is in this is kind of weird, Brad. Yeah, it's very strange, Kenny. And like Connie said, we we ought to be able to. Uh, I mean, we've got, we've got these planes, and I've seen them. I've I've seen them in action. We have these planes that actually have a thing in the front of them that you can catch like live wires, uh, and pull. You know, you could catch this balloon with that hook, and just uh, bring it down wherever you want. Uh, Superman could get that balloon and bring it to us. <laughs> there you safely. go. Get the guy with get the guy with kryptonite. Get him up there. <laughs> Wow. But, you know, all kidding aside, this is this is a serious violation of our airspace. Brad, it's and just a weather China, balloon. It's just China a weather would balloon. not put up with it. No, you're China right. China would not put up with it. Well, yeah, and here's the, here's the deal. One of our regular listeners, Dave, Dave, sent me a note this morning. He said, Brad, come on. We're letting illegal aliens haul drugs across the border by the millions. What's a few balloons one way or the other? Well, you know, that's an interesting thought, Brad, because when you consider other things that are concerning to Americans and are a, 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 a present and clear danger, hmm, makes you wonder. Well, yeah, it does, uh, because they, they showed this morning on one of the uh, wire services I was watching, they showed that they had stopped a vehicle coming across our southern border that had some enormous amount of pounds of this uh, fentanyl pills. And they said it was enough people to kill seven, enough pills to kill 70,000 people just in that one little vehicle that's coming across. I mean, my God, what? Well, first of all, what are people doing taking this stuff? Have they not heard the warnings over and over and over again that just a, a gram or two one way or the other can kill you? And we've seen that in this country. We have seen numerous people killed from fentanyl. We've seen people, police officers that are stopping people that have this in their vehicles, pass out and fall down on the ground just from being exposed to the smells or the air around the fentanyl. And yet 
we've got this stuff coming across and it's all being manufactured in China or originally there and then brought south and the cartels are packaging it up, cutting it, mixing it and doing whatever and delivering it across the border. We just seem to be able to to want to put up with just about anything. And I, I'm, you know, quite frankly, I think we should be at about our wits end right now and just start uh, start saying that this stuff takes, you know, that it, there really is danger here in this. And and I wouldn't trust the Chinese as far as I could throw them when they say, oh, it's just a weather balloon that went out of it. Let's, let us find out. We have the right. It's in our airspace. We have the right to take that thing down, take it apart, and find out exactly what's in it. And that's what we should be doing. Well, listen, uh, folks, we, we're just about to that point. We've got to do our Minnesota news break. But before we do that, I, wanna, I wanna, want you all to remember uh, last winter. Remember last winter? Last winter, you swore that you'd do something about those old drafty windows that were costing you a fortune by the heat you were losing in your home. Well, you know what? Now here we are. We're turning on the heat, getting raked over the coals on heating in our home again. Stop the madness. Let Les Grumdo Window and Siding install your new energy-efficient Infinity by Marvin Ultrex fiberglass replacement windows right now. You know what? You can feel the heat going out your window right now. And when that new window from Marvin is placed in there, it'll stop. You won't be heating the outdoors anymore, and you'll be heating your home a lot less, too. It protect you, protect you and your wallet from excessive energy bills. All you got to do is call Les Grumdahl today at 728-3060 or visit lesgrumdahl.com. So, Kenny, when you need windows or doors, who are you going to call? KDAL time is 11.52, and it is very cold, Brad, so don't think you're going to step outside and feel any no. warmth today. It's extremely chilly. Yes, it is. Kenny, guess who I just got a message from? Who? Paul in Scotland. I'm sorry, I didn't hear. Paul in Scotland. Remember really? TJ said, yeah, he said, hey, I got some people listening in Scotland this morning. Well, in fact, he did. It's, the guy says, uh, hi, all. Uh, this, As TJ said to you earlier, we tuned in today to hear him on your show. Even if we couldn't match the distance of Cambodia, we mentioned he was on, so we thought we'd uh, give him a listen. And uh, he says, we've known TJ for decades now, and we're looking forward to him making a return trip to Scotland when he can. Thanks. Best wishes, Paul Bright. Uh, that's wow, great. that's amazing! Yeah. Well, so, uh, you got to so be on your toes, then, Brad. Listen. You've got listeners Boy. in Scotland. I guess so. I better pay attention here. But that's interesting that TJ has made trips over there before, and he's uh, made some friends over there, and they they tuned in and listened to him this morning. Well, listen. What we've learned in the first hour here this morning is that number one, China has admitted that they violated our sovereign airspace, but they claim, oh, it's just a, it's a, you know, one of our scientific weather balloons that kind of went out. Of, it doesn't look a thing like a weather balloon. Uh, they, they, they have, we, our military evidently has gone up and photoed and observed. They say this uh, balloon is very capable of maneuvering at different heights, different uh, uh, terrain features. It is currently moving across the state of Montana and you know what? If we do intend to shoot it down at some point, we better do it soon because 
it does move in the, with the weather patterns from the west to the east, and it will start moving into more heavily populated areas. So if we want to find out exactly what's on it and uh, start uh, finding out what really is happening here, uh, we better do something fairly, fi fairly fast. Um, anyway, we, our military says that they have high confidence uh, that uh, there's no danger uh, to humans uh, with this balloon, they don't. They don't know that. They don't know that we're being uh, grid checked for every possible thing to find out where everything is. But we do have missile silos. We've got at least three nuclear missile silos at Malmstrom Air Base in Montana, and they could be photographing that whole layout very easily. Um, and as I said. They admitted that, or they admit that these kind of balloons are capable of carrying bombs in times of conflict, uh, and it's going to move. Uh, uh, it's going to move across six midwestern states. Um, the uh, the individ or the individual vehicles. Uh, it can track individual vehicles day and night. Any kind of weather. It's intended to be used to monitor drug trafficking, potential homeland security threats. So there's, th this thing is very capable of doing a lot of big things. Um, and, and how we know exactly what they're trying to do, I, we're just speculating. We don't have any idea. Anyway, so some guy that had seen it originally, a guy named Chase Doak from Billings, Montana, said at first, when I first saw it, I thought, hey, I got a UFO sighting here. I'm going to run. He was going to run home and get a camera and check it out. And he, he did, and he came back, and he got a better camera that he could see up closer said he watched it for about 45 minutes. It appeared stationary, but he said, as I observed it, it was moving rather slowly from west to east. Um, and it was not a UFO, but it's a legitimate, documented, uh, uh, evidently uh, Chinese-owned uh, balloon for processing something. We're not sure what, but we're going to keep an eye as the day goes on and then as I say, we've got, I'm more curious about these three people that came across our southern border that paid smugglers $35,000 a piece. And what were they doing here? What are they, uh, two, two women, middle-aged women and a man, uh, what's their intent? Do they want to work their way into our university system and get some uh, high-tech jobs? What are they going to do? Uh, I really uh, think we ought to be checking more on that as well. By the way, the good news out this morning is that the uh, jobs numbers did come out. We did, uh, the uh, country did uh, pick up 517,000 new jobs in the month of, well, I think this is taking in the month of December. And the analyst that was looking at these numbers this morning said there was a huge uptick in uh, jobs in the food industry restaurants, uh, you know, casinos, those kinds of things in the entertainment industry in December and January. Huge uptick in there. But there was also new jobs even in the manufacturing area. 19,000 uh, new jobs in January in the manufacturing area. Huge year for factory job growth. And it looks like the trend is continuing into the new year. Uh, one of the analysts this morning said, I'm optimistic in the coming months that we'll see even more manufacturing employment gain Thanks to the uh, pass, uh, passage of legislation into the Bipartisan Infrastructure Law, Inflation Reduction Act, and Science Act, where we're going to get more and more of our science and technology stuff right here from this country. 
except that uh, we're not going to be able to manufacture with any materials coming out of our ground because our president, Joe Biden, is kind of outlawing any manufacturing of, uh, of rare earth minerals that we need for computer screens and technology. Anyway, hour number two coming up shortly, folks. Stay tuned, please. We'll be back. Mm-hmm.